Welcome to our Clothe with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Sunday, January the 7th, 2024. It is the feast of the epiphany of our Lord. Today's reading is from the gospel according to St. Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi came from the east, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, For thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word, that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them, until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, They departed for their country by another way. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. We have the annual Feast of the Epiphany. It is the fourth most important feast of the year after Easter, Christmas, and Pentecost. And in this particular feast, I mean, there's so much we can talk about. I want to talk about a little bit about Bethlehem and King David. Bethlehem is initially known because that's where King David came from. The people wanted a king. God said no. They insisted. God said yes, but you're not going to like what you get. He gave them King Saul. Saul was a disaster. So he instructed his prophet Samuel to go to Bethlehem to find the next king and anoint the one that he would point out to him. And so... Jesse of Bethlehem came forward. Samuel was told to go to Jesse, that one of his sons would be the one who was anointed. And he brought out all his big, strong boys, and none of them were chosen. And then finally, his youngest son, David, who just seemed like nothing in the world's eyes. But he was anointed by the Lord, brought back to Jerusalem, joined the army, and then he was very successful. We know the whole story. Ultimately, he becomes king. Bethlehem was not a place that people would think a king should come from. But after David, Bethlehem goes silent again. <laughs> There's nothing nothing good coming out of Bethlehem, just like we heard the other day. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? But the star, our Lord makes a star appear. There's so many different videos and just studies out there about what the star was. Was it a unique phenomenon in space that the Lord made happen at just a certain time? I read one book that said the star was actually the angel Gabriel appearing to lead people to where Jesus was. 
There's so much happening here as far as the three wise men. I was told that the wise men represent the Gentiles, of course, but they represent different parts of the world. So one is from Africa, one is from Asia, one is from Europe. Hence, uh, if you have a really good manger scene, you'll see that one of them is black, one of them is Asian, and one of them is, uh, you know, Western looking like most of us in, the, in our culture today. The point of all this is that God intervenes. God will not be defeated. God will not be mocked. It doesn't matter what King Herod is doing or saying. King Herod is an idiot. I'm sorry to say such harsh things on my podcast, but he's going to kill babies in order to make his point. Uh, He's not getting it. None of them are getting it. Now, in King Herod's defense, he's not even a real Jew. So, yeah, maybe that's why he's not getting it. Um. His line of kings is from Edom, which is a, uh, they're, they're from the general region, but they're not Jewish. They're not part of the chosen people, but they're puppet kings put in place by the Romans. Maybe he's part Jewish, a quarter Jewish, something like that. So he tries to kill the child, but the Lord, the Lord led the wise men there with the star. The Lord chose Bethlehem once again, and literally a descendant of King David in the same family. The Lord chooses to save them by sending them to Egypt, just like what happened in the Old Testament with Jacob and his family and Joseph going ahead of them. So God will not be mocked. God cannot be defeated. I think of just all the miracles of St. John Newman. I was talking about St. John Newman two days ago on his feast day. I think about just so many times. Let's, I don't have a ton of time today, but some great stories. Um, in the war of 1812, I mean, this is, I, I listen to so many things nowadays about just globalists and people wanting to destroy America and people wanting to take over and people wanting to take away all our freedoms. And I think, well, yeah, I mean, we've gotten to this place where we're in great danger of losing everything because of the evil we have allowed in our states, in our country, in our world, in our towns, even. In our schools, we've allowed God to be pushed out. We've allowed evil. So, yeah, we reap what you sow. But if we turn back to the Lord, the Lord can do anything. In the War of 1812, when the British attacked around Washington, D.C. and Baltimore, they had conquered D.C. They were moving forward inland, and suddenly tornadoes hit and just completely wrecked the army as they were moving forward. It's not in a lot of history books, but you can find it. Isn't that, I mean, it's incredible. The Lord did not want them going forward, so the Lord stopped them with acts of nature. St. John Bosco used to go out into the inner cities to minister to youth, and there were so many people out there, I'm sure, inspired by the evil one to stop him, people that were going to mug him and kill him and all this kind of stuff, and suddenly Grigio would appear. Grigio was a dog that was fierce, that would attack all his attackers, that would defend St. John Bosco. Now, you might think, oh, well, isn't that a great coincidence? And, oh, yeah, he there happened to be a dog, and the dog happened to like him. Except the dog did this for 60 years. Dogs don't live that long. It was the same dog. So we're led to believe, okay, the Lord made that happen. Maybe it was an angel. Who knows? 
there's a beautiful story. I forget the name of the movie, but a story about a, uh, a former police officer that comes back to a town where he worked, where he didn't get a good deal uh, from the people there. And so he intends to blow up a school. He doesn't really intend to blow it up, but he sets up all the explosives. And as he's making all these demands, things go wrong and the bombs start to go off. And so many of the little children are saved. The man and his wife are killed. Later on, when they're studying what happened and they're talking to the children, first of all, the explosion was contained by a miraculous force. There's no way that would have happened. It could have blown up the block. And each one of the children describes a particular person that came in to get them, to take them out of the school. Later on, when they were trying to figure out with each individual child, who was it that saved you? Uh, they were each describing a particular person, different to each child, and little by little, one by one, they figured out it was their grandparents that were already deceased that came in to save each individual child and get them out of the building. Once again, a fantastic story. God cannot be defeated. I think of all the endless stories in the life of Padre Pio, such as when he appeared in the clouds and told the fighter pilots not to bomb San Giovanni Rotundo. And they just were so bewildered by what they saw. They turned around and went back. When they got back to their base, they found that they were given the wrong orders. So thank God they didn't bomb that town. And then a few years later, they were going to confession in San Giovanni Rotundo and they met the man that had appeared to them in the clouds. It was Padre Pio. The stories go on and on and on. If we turn back to the Lord, the Lord will save us, not just in this world, but for eternity. We have great reason to be hopeful. And so this is one of the things we celebrate today. The Lord has a plan. The Lord is working it out. And we just need to be on that team. God is so great. He is our Lord. He is our Father. Jesus is our Savior. The Holy Spirit is our Advocate. They wish to be one with us. They made us for heaven, and they made us to be one with them in this life. So let's place our entire trust in the Lord as we celebrate this great feast of the Epiphany. And we continue to celebrate the season of Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everyone, and have a great day. God bless you.